and he'll say, gee, boy, that was, that was a swell tune. And he'll just, you know, he'll just have these pithy little Mr. Hankyisms throughout the episode. Welcome back to Privy. Privy is a podcast about bathrooms recorded from my home bathroom. I'm your host, Hunter Hoover, and I love bathrooms. Happy Privy Christmas, uh, and howdy ho! A regular part of what we do here every year at Christmas time is we take yet one more special look into what really is becoming Hunter's narrow window into the world of South Park. Um, for those who do not or may not yet know, South Park is an American uh, animated comedy. Uh, it is an adult comedy. So some of the things that we discuss in today's episode might not be for kids. I try to I try to really focus it in so it is as family friendly as a, a conversation about these things possibly could be. But it is an adult animated comedy uh, here in the States. And um, I've, to date, I have seen exactly three episodes of South Park. Um, and namely, they are the three episodes featuring this week's topic of conversation, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh. Now, to catch you up to speed, in, in season one of South Park, we are introduced to Mr. Hanky. Um, and, and I think if, if I remember correctly, again, I watched this two years ago. I believe a character named Kyle um, poops a sentient Christmas turd who seems to then also be like the one who saves the Christmas pageant. Um, and the gag of that episode is like Kyle takes this Christmas chaz and puts the turd in the box and calls it Mr. Hanky the Christmas poop. And whenever he shows it to somebody, they don't believe in Mr. Hanky. And so like Mr. Hanky is just, again, a turd in a box. Uh, but then the school chef, which from what I can tell is called chef, uh, he's his name's chef. Uh, actually vouches for Kyle and says, oh yeah, like Mr. Hanky's real. Um, and so then Mr. Hanky solidifies himself in the hearts and minds of the citizens of South Park. In season two, our last year's venture into the world of Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, um, it was kind of a two-part outing. Uh, first, uh, a bunch of hippies descended on South Park and and as a result, due to their grain-fed and grass-fed diets, um, they were wreaking havoc on the sewer system of South Park. And as a result, Mr. Hankey's home in the sewers was under attack. Now, the episode's called Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. It's... Good Lord. Uh... But in this episode, we find out that Mr. Hanky actually has wizard powers and can fly and shoot lightning. So that's fun. Um, so not only is he a sentient talking Christmas turd, but he also has the power of chain lightning like Gandalf. Uh, so that's fun. Um, 
But later in that same season, uh, Mr. Hankey has a brief appearance in, in the Christmas special featuring Charlie Manson, wherein the kids are trying to go to the uh, the mall to see Mr. Hankey. Um, and we find out that there's like a whole world of Mr. Hankey-isms. There's like movies and TV shows and things based on this Mr. Hankey character. And so the, the character Mr. Hankey really... Um, even just in the two seasons that we've looked at, has really solidified himself in the in the lore and legend of the world of South Park. Again, these these yearly ventures into South Park uh, are me hunters. Limited interactions wherein I attempt to gather what information I can about the show simply via this one turd character. Uh, it's probably not a good idea, but it is an idea. In the past on the pod, we have discussed how perhaps Mr. Hankey's concept and idea was, again, perhaps not proven, nothing, nothing official here, but Mr. Hankey does seem... Vaguely familiar to a character called Nutty the Friendly Dump, who was created before Mr. Hankey, bears a similar resemblance and is a sentient talking turd. Now, uh, I think at this point, what South Park has done with the character of Mr. Hankey, it would be a far stretch to try to say that the Mr. Hankey we know and love in the year 2023 of our Lord, and at the point of the episode that I watched, the year 1999 of that same Lord, uh, is at all related to Nutty the Friendly Dump. Like, we're, we're, we're worlds apart. I don't think Nutty the Friendly Dump can shoot lightning. Out of where, I don't know where Mr. Hankey... He seems to have arms in that episode, but, like, it was hard to tell. And I have to say, whether, whether or not is taking in the show of South Park based on this one character is a good idea is yet to be said. But what I do know is I'm picking up on some things about the show. The first is a character, Cartman, I, I think is the fat one. Um, He's a real shyster. And we're going to get to that. Uh, I'm pretty sure also that one of the kids dies because at the end of this week's episode, which we're going to talk about briefly here in just a moment, this kid definitely does die. And I as I watched it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this kid die. And I think this is like one of those ongoing gags. I don't know. I did miss Chef in this episode. Uh, he did not make an appearance, um, nor his chocolate salty balls. Um, and, and in the episode of, of interest this week, Mr. Hankey plays the role of host. So... Without uh, too much further ado, I want to take you to my response to the episode live from the toilet, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. In the TV show, in the TV show, this is season three, episode, I believe, 15, and, and the episode opens up with a sweeping musical number. Uh, that is reminiscent of kind of the style from Frosty and Rudolph of old, except 
as the mailman who is leading the musical number introduces the episode, he sings and reminds us that, well, those shows are gay. Uh, Those are his words, not mine. Now, again, this episode was made in 1999, and to varying degrees, maybe some of the jokes uh, don't age well. I think most of the jokes age pretty well. But it really sets the tone for what this episode is going to be. Um, and they all sing the Mr. Hanky, the Christmas, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. He loves me and I love you. You know the rest. And in the song, uh, in this opening number, again, we're, we're leading this episode out with this notion. Mr. Hanky himself in front of God and the mailman, insinuates that one of his holiday games and traditions that he plays with the kids is, quote, to see if he fits in their mouth. Now, lest we forget, Mr. Hanky is a turd. And and the animator, it's so gross. Uh, the animators at South Park really went for it as Mr. Hanky jumps into each individual child's mouth leaving a brown, I'm going to say chocolate stain around their lips. It's so bad. It's whack. It then cuts to Mr. Hanky sitting fireside, uh, presumably from his home in the sewers that the kids of South Park saved in season two. And and Mr. Hanky tells us that he is going to be sharing in this episode, this this Christmas episode of South Park, a number of musical Christmas and other holiday songs. Now, I got to tell you, at this point, I was getting hopeful. I was getting hopeful primarily that we were going to be hearing a whole South Park's episode of bathroom Christmas-related songs. It would have quite literally been the treasure trove for our pod. But Mr. Hanky does invite us to enjoy these songs, and we're going we're gonna to run down these songs because they're something else. Um, but he says, if you don't like it, you can... Anyway, uh, but the scene cuts then immediately away from Christmas to Hanukkah a- a- a with a song about the dreidel overlaid with Cartman, again, the fat one, the one that I think is the shyster of the episode, making fun of Jewish people. Now, from what I can tell, based on the humor that I've observed in South Park so far, South Park seems to make fun of everybody. They don't pull any punches. And in the first three minutes of this Christmas episode of South Park, again, right before Y2K, like this episode came out and like two and a half weeks later, everybody thought maybe the world was going to end. But in the first three minutes, they've made fun of gay people and now Jewish people. So here we are. And the first musical number ends and then they, they finish their dreidel song. And then, as if, good lord, like, it's it's both intelligent as a comedic device. So, what you have is it opens up with Kyle, I think, the Jewish one. Um, and him and his family, and him trying to teach his brother about the dreidel. And then you have Cartman being an idiot in the background. And then, right after the Jewish dreidel song ends... Who is the next person on the screen? It's none other. I'm going to let you guess. If you haven't seen the episode, I'm going to let you guess. Go ahead in your brain. 
come up with who you think is the next person on that screen. It's Hitler. And, 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 and gosh, they, they know what they're doing. It's not an accident that it's like juxtaposing Hitler against the Jewish song right out of the gate. This episode's really going for it. And we are opened up with a, a, an image of Hitler in hell. <laughs> and, and he is sad about his tree, which apparently is a Tannenbaum. I had to look it up. I've heard the song, Oh, Tannenbaum, a number of times. Never put together that it was a tree. It's a Christmas fir tree. And he's sad he doesn't have it. It's like a German tree. That's fun. German, German Christmas tree, a Tannenbaum. I don't know what I thought a Tannenbaum was. Uh, but as they, Satan shows up in hell to sing a song called Christmas in Hell. Uh, and in hell, we see a number of characters uh, and real life people depicted in, in hell. Um, and we also, I want to know in hell, the boys of South Park have stockings hanging above the fire, which doesn't bode well. After Christmas in Hell, a character I don't know plays the role of a number of bells as he sings a multi-part version of Carol of the Bells. And I can't stress, I'm not sure who this character is. I had to look him up and just see if I had a name. And they said his name is Mr. Mackey. So I'm guessing that he's like some sort of teacher. Uh, but he that is that was funny. Like him as all of the parts of Carol of the Bells in in a like almost around was too good. Then here we go, Cartman. Uh, they then cut Mr. Hankey's holiday classics cut to ancient Bethlehem, where Cartman is heralding the birth of Jesus, and he notes Jesus is born. So now we get presents. Uh, and here's the deal about this song. I gotta tell you something. It's good. And and I think it actually captures how many how so many people live. Like I think there is and we have to remember Cartman's a kid. Um and so I think for a lot of kids unfortunately there's this idea of like the birth of Jesus is important at Christmas. But also presents. Uh and, and it and this song really does a lot to capture this. Cartman definitely did steal the presents it's bad he's a little shyster um also the artists for south park i think this is kind of entertaining but they draw baby jesus with adult jesus's head it's kind of weird and funny it reminds me of it actually came out later but i saw it before this is on iCarly when you would have baby spencer and it's just like adult Spencer's head shoved through the bottom of a crib and it looks like baby Spencer, but it's like adult Spencer's head. That's what it reminded me of. Um, so Cartman steals the gifts and, and he sings a song about how Jesus is born, but also like, so he gets presents. He forgets the words of like, Oh, Holy night or something. Now the next song jumps to the kids in school. And their teacher teaching them about different countries of the world. And, and then it jumps to their teacher telling them in song that he goes to all of these various countries and wishes them a merry effing Christmas, whether they believe in it or not. And truly, this is probably the most catchy song in the whole thing. Uh, 
they really went for it. <laughs> Next, it, it it is a song about it's this girl playing piano, and I think her name's Shelly. They call her Shelly. I had to go back and listen to who who they say she. I don't know who Shelly is. I assume it's one of the boys' relatives. I think she's one of the boys's one of the boys' relatives because she's depicted in in their house. Um but she is playing on the piano and singing I saw three ships come sailing in. Um but she has braces so she talks like this and she sings like this and she has a lisp. And it's so good. Because the two boys are sitting in the back on the couch behind her, making fun of her. And by the end of it, um, she gets mad and throws the piano at them. It's pretty good. Next, it jumps to a karaoke open mic night, wherein Santa and Jesus are performing together. Now, both of them are trying to sing songs for Christmas that are about themselves. And I think there's a pretty good commentary here about the war on Christmas and, and how I think people really want to pin Santa and Jesus Christmas against each other. And what I love about this is in this song, <clears throat> Jesus seems to have had the upper hand. Like he comes out and, and finally Santa's like, I'm done, I'm leaving, and he walks off. And then Jesus chooses to sing a generic winter song and invites Santa to join, and they both wrap up performing together. And, you know, I, I interact with a lot of folks that I think want to, like, have, a, have it out for Santa. And this, this episode and the way that they have set this up is it's such a good commentary of, like, you can you can have santa and worship jesus at christmas like it it's all about the birth of christ but like it's okay to do the santa thing i think that's that's my takeaway um and then the episode and in between many of these It'll cut to Mr. Hanky in his in his little den in his sewer home, and he'll say, Gee boy, that was that was a swell tune. And he'll just you know, he'll just have these pithy little Mr. Hankyisms throughout the episode. And the episode ends with the the crew, the cast, singing Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And and at the end, Mr. Hanky is flushed down the drain. Back to the sewers for another year. When I began this venture this year, I had no idea that this was the the South Park episode I was in for. Uh, and if I didn't know better, I would have thought that the writers and the animators had got mixed up in those reindeer mushrooms from last episode. And, and what's also weird, I didn't really under I had to look the, I had to go find this is is the title screen for the Mr. Hanky Christmas Classics Christmas Special looks like Star Wars. And apparently it's homage to some Star Wars special that came out in like the 70s or 80s. And, and also in this, the news broadcaster happens like three times throughout Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. Is he'll come on and it's like a live 
like looking live action news anchor and he'll say something about fighting the frizz or fighting the fuzz. Now, apparently when the Star Wars Christmas classic aired in the 70s or 80s, there this guy would come on the screen and he'd say, don't forget to fight the frizz or the fuzz. I can't remember which. Um, and he was talking about hair. Now, at the end of Mr. Hankey's Christmas special, the news anchor says it multiple times, and at the end, he is fighting a man in a fursuit. It's quite an episode. Um, in fact, it when it came out, and still today, it was deemed one of South Park's most offensive episodes. It is reported in 2008, nine years after the episode's release, that the Russian prosecutors they tried to ban the entire series of south park based on complaints related to this episode later the the tv show was allowed to keep his license promising not to air the show in other words you can keep your license to air but you cannot air south park due to again the uh, quote offensiveness of this episode and they really do seem to have tried to make the most offensive christmas special they could complete with Mr. Hanky leaving poo stains around kids' mouth, for goodness sakes. Like, chill like chill the heck out, Mr. Hanky. Like, go back to Electric Wizard Hanky. I like him. I don't like Mr. Hanky popping in and out of kids' mouths. It's wildly gross. So the episode was controversial. <clears throat> and there's a few weird, like, background things that, that add to this. The first is... Um, the episode is dedicated to Mary Kay Bergman. Now, this may be one of the last times that her voice was heard or recorded in media um, because she committed suicide less than a month before the episode was, was released. Uh, also, releasing a couple weeks before the episode was an album of Christmas songs by the same title, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics. And... And, and when I learned this, I went out, I had to do my research, I had to do my due diligence. And I went out and I sought this. Now, I'm an Apple Music, I'm an Apple Music man. And so I hopped on Apple Music and it's often frustrating when I get on Apple Music and it doesn't have the offering that I'm looking for, but this happened. And so sometimes I have to eat my humble pie and go peek at Spotify. Now, I'm here to tell you it's not on Spotify either. It is, but not really, like you can't listen to all of it. And so I had to go listen to, to this entire album, 40-something minutes, like a plebeian on YouTube, just like some peasant crouched in the corner listening to the street fair on YouTube. Had to have YouTube, but I couldn't even multitask. I had to commit to this. And, and the album, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics, has some additions which were not included in the TV show episode. These include a song called Dead, 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 which reminds us to celebrate the holidays now because one day we will be dead. A song titled It Happened in Sun Valley. I don't remember what that one was about. A song called What the Hell Child Is This, sung by Chef. And and truly, I... I didn't hear any like weird deviations from what child is this? Like it's it's chef and he's getting funky and soulful and maybe a little bit like <clears throat> like sleazy sax romantic if you know what I'm saying, but like it wasn't that awful. Uh 
Uh, also, a song called Swiss Colony Beef Log, and I didn't know what this was. Like, this one was lost to me. But I think it's a reference to those, like, nasty, half-dried salamis that you get in the cardboard box this time of year. <sighs> and finally, the most offensive song ever, which really just has a lot to do with Mary not really being a virgin. Um which is just facts. Like, she had other kids with Joseph. So, like, I'm just saying. I mean, like, statistically, she was not. Do you know what I'm saying? For my money, the song Mary F. and Christmas was leagues more offensive. But the folks at South Park released a holiday album in their South Park style. And, and and a TV show, Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics, Christmas Special, coupled to go with it. And, and here's the deal about this. These parodies, these songs that, that the folks at South Park have made, and, and all of their songs, they're good. They're catchy. They're offensive. But my argument is this. Don't be mad at South Park for making an offensive song catchy. My argument is, if you're so mad about that, like, yes, I don't agree with what they said or how they said it, but the songs were good. And my argument is, go make a non-offensive parody that's just as catchy or more catchy yourself. The problem is, is that doesn't exist, and so South Park made the catchy one. Sadly... We don't get a lot of new Mr. Hanky lore this year. Uh, season three doesn't doesn't offer us up a lot of Mr. Hanky lore, except that he sits by the fire in his home until the Christmas season. And this year he hosts the holiday special, Mr. Hanky's Christmas Classics. Not a bad deal. Until next year, Mr. Hanky. And with that said, uh, I. I take another year-long step back from the world of South Park. Uh, my Mr. Hanky-sized window into their world truly is special. But this brings us to the end of another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for being here. It's the holiday season, uh, and, and if you would, give us the gift of a rating or review. Uh, the five-star options are preferred in all ratings and reviews. Generate a dollar to the Wounded Warriors Project and Living Water International, uh, reminding you to keep pooping in the free world uh, and to pursue some cleaner water for everyone. Send us an email, privycast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, episode suggestions, ideas, things like that. I do have an email uh, that I want to read. It, this came from Jude Domini, a uh, former former guest on the show and friend of the show, Jude. Uh, Jude sent me this email a ways back. Sorry, Jude. <laughs> I'm a bit backed up and not like that. Uh, but he he it's these pictures of this seclude, quote, secluded bathroom in Fortnite. And, and it's literally just a toilet on top of a hill. Um, and it's actually got like a sink and stuff. It, it's very interesting. I, I'll... 
I'll save these pictures and and share them out probably on privy socials. But Jude, thank you for for spotting the privies in the video game world. If you find uh, wild privies, if you have uh, submissions for Randy Bowles, you can send them there. Uh, follow Randy Bowles uh, if you dare. Um, we would love to have you. Social media, we're at PrivyCast. You can follow me. I'm at Owlet7. This has been another episode of Privy. Thanks to Kevin and Poddington for the use of their music this week and the use of any other music that we that we jumped on board of. Link in the, in the ding-dong thing below. This has been another episode of Privy. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep pooping in the free world. Own your stank. Wash your butthole. And now... Until next year. Howdy ho! Don't forget to flush.